0: Movie. Like uh-huh.
1: Welcome to the Horror Throwdown podcast, Brendan Fraser edition, where we talk about a Brendan Fraser movie and a horror movie released in the same year, then try to decide if Brendan Fraser would survive in that horror movie. I am Joseph Kidcade, and with me, as always, my co-host Cisco Navarro and our producer Trunks. Cisco, how are you? Good. How are you really? Good. Trunks, how are you doing? No, wait, he's lively editing our script as we speak. <laughs>
2: I'm I'm doing good. Uh, and working at the same time.
1: This man, I'm telling you, someone, someone claim him. All right. He's our backbone. He's our he's our literal backbone. Wait, if if we were parts of the body, what would we be? Trucks well, be the backbone. Where do you, Cisco? I'm the ass. No, 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 no. You're not. I'm the ass.
3: You're the feet.
1: I'm not the feet. No, Are you can please, dear God, choose anything else.
2: <laughs> Cisco is the the bunion
1: everyone knows the ass is mine oh, that's like all you. i want i think you the knee you're the kneecap is it in shape or not in shape is it a good kneecap or a bad one
2: one of them's the in shape jugg- the other one is mostly plastic
1: okay that sounds a lot like me these days so that makes a lot of sense today we are talking about the year 2010 the film's furry Vendin, vengeance jesus christ furry vengeance going up against james wan's insidious now uh let's see here are some facts about 2010 Starbucks started to offer free Wi-Fi to their customers. Should have happened a long time before that. Uh, Comcast One, is word. I I can't read a lot of these words, trunks, so I'm going to skip to the next one. Uh, Apple unveils the iPod tablet computer. And then President Obama signed the Affordable Care Act. 2010? 2010.
3: I'm talking about the the tablet, not the Obama thing.
2: Yeah, the iPad.
3: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 2010.
2: The second one that Joe doesn't want to read is that Comcast 1 worst company in America and quickly changed their name to Xfinity.
1: <laughs> 2010 was also the controversial year where Warp Tour went from two main stages to one. What was the headliner that That's year? That's worth noting. Bring Me The Horizon. Um wasn't it
0: all oh, wasn't it vice versa? Went from one main stage to two main stages? No, it was two main
1: no. stages for years and then yeah, 2009 they had one, in 2010 they had one, in 2011 they brought back two. Is that but everyone the on the main stage started taking over yeah everyone in the main stage got 40 minutes though and every other stage got 30 so that was kind of cool I'm trying to think of who else played that year that's not important anyways the voice you just heard is our esteemed guest uh film critic graduate student old old coworker of mine in vans in san diego we we go back this is uh what what what's her name you know i forgot her name I'm just kidding. I'm just so kidding. She, I'm just does kidding. She know Yvonne she, Salas. Very,
3: very, 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 very happy to have you. You know, we're sponsored by Converse on this podcast. Are yeah, we? is she a, yeah,
1: are you a Converse emo?
0: Um. I actually, mm, I, I differ. I'm bot. That was a so fucking you know, test. I, that was a test. You failed. <laughs> no, wow. No. wow, you failed well, okay. that test. Firm. Okay. That's the correct guy. answer was I, no. No, that's not true because, like, as a bisexual, I need to have two options. So
1: this is true okay i take back what i said you know
0: my apologies not only limited to converse and vans so that's not limited to men and women you're telling me you got some new balances huh
1: you got some new balances (laughs) (laughs) bitch you got some crocs
0: oh hell no
1: no 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 that's something we're not going to get into today we're not going to get into the croc debate again on this episode
0: i have a pair of rainbow sandals
1: i'll take those (laughs) rainbows are 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 you
2: (laughs) wearing crocs right now
1: who wants to know Listener.
0: (laughs) Sorry, my end froze. Oh my god. Hell no. I wish my screen would have froze while that was happening.
1: Yeah. If anyone should have taken a photo of this, that's gonna go on the Patreon. You know. (laughs) Feet (laughs) pics. Yeah, like do you love the Horror Throwdown podcast and also love feet? (laughs) Do I have the exclusive for you? Yvonne let let me ask you a couple questions. All right. This this is what we ask most guests. One what is your history with brendan fraser and what are your general thoughts about him
0: um Um, i remember seeing a lot of brendan fraser movies like as a kid seeing like the mummy i remember i was obsessed with like george of the jungle and i would watch it like on loop i think that would be like to the extent of my brendan fraser knowledge truthfully i'm pretty ignorant
1: aren't we all you know i appreciate the answer um okay your second question what is your History with the horror genre, and then if you're a fan, what's your favorite?
0: Um, of course I'm a fan. Um yeah, I don't
1: know that we've had people on here who haven't been fans before.
0: Yeah, I I love horror movies. You love to see it. What I, yeah, I've noticed though is I'm not super huge on like slasher films. I like like paranormal horror. I grew up. I grew up Catholic, so like that shit's scary to me.
1: Oh yeah, that makes sense.
0: But huh, I guess. One that I can, like, re-watch, and it would be, like, my comfort horror movie, um, would be, uh, the 2013 rendition of Evil Dead.
1: Wow. <laughs> That's, uh, <Yeah>. a, <laughs> a true freak answer, if you will.
0: What the fuck do you mean by You're that? You're
1: gonna be a great guest. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say.
0: <laughs> but the one that I, like, would watch, like, to actually, like, scare me, like, a little bit, like, just to feel something, would probably be The Exorcist, truthfully.
1: Just to take the edge off.
0: Yeah, yeah, just wanted to take a
1: little edge off, yeah. Nice. Well, thank you for answering. That was a great answer. And then last question, do you have any particular feelings on the baseball scene from the 2008 film Twilight? <laughs>
0: what the is this a question you ask all your guests or did you yes. just pull this no, out of your
1: No. House? No, literally all my guests. This is a um, recurring bit for me.
0: I like it it makes my pussy wet
1: (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) joe doesn't like that word no i I was i I just wish you don't
0: like the word wet
1: i just wish that you know at that exact moment i wasn't taking a gulp of gatorade (laughs) yeah speaking of which
3: as you have red gatorade that's like the worst color no it's not
0: that's
3: the best
1: color it's blue Blue, blue blue red and blue red and yellow that's the order
0: the light blue
1: or dark blue Light blue dark blue
0: Dark blue, yes.
1: Yeah. Wow. And
3: then, then the
1: green, so, the
0: cucumber.
3: cucumber. The cucumber? With
0: lemon. Oh, yeah. stop. The pepino one? The
3: pepino,
1: yeah. Pepino lemon.
0: <laughs> that is so nasty. It's delicious. <laughs> well, that's, a week,
1: that's what we say about Cisco. He's so nasty.
3: I like Powerade. Who the fuck was that?
1: Okay, here's the thing. Trunks, with his SF ass, always likes to just to subtly say he has money. He's it's like, Powerade I like Powerade. Money? I've seen Powerade at
3: Burger King. Does that I mean... Burger King's fancy.
1: Yeah. Wait, Burger King's Power- underrated.
0: Powerade is the more expensive one?
1: Yeah.
3: I am I don't up. think it is. I think
2: it's
1: just the one that Coke makes. Ch- and by up. that, it's, it's already like, you're already a Coke product.
0: But like, Gatorade is superior than Powerade. Yeah,
1: I know. But Trunks just likes to prove he has money. It's like, he's like, he likes to drink sparkling water, even though he knows it tastes like ass, just because <laughs> he can buy it.
2: I mean, if you're drinking water without bubbles in it, what are you doing with your life?
1: The only water I drink with bubbles in it is my bath water. Okay. (laughs) I don't shower over this,
2: Joe. You live in Sacramento. There is not water in Sacramento.
1: Okay, I'm not going to stand for the Sacramento slander. That's okay. Sacramento is a nice, charming little city.
2: Just dirty lemon water. That's it. I live
0: in New Mexico. We don't have water out here
1: either. Yeah. Uh, We are not the same. All right. no yeah tell, tell a little bit about the people tell a little bit about the people tell a little bit to the people by yourself
0: um you have a spot like that um let's see well i'm a grad student um uh-huh. i met joe in san diego because they're both from there i i don't know i've been to sundance before that's something mm-hmm. oh wow Trunks, yes i told you about brain. this to I I literally told you when I went to Sundance because I did not stop bragging about it. So don't act surprised.
1: I don't like to brag about my friends' accomplishments, okay? I like to keep them buried away (laughs) to where only I can enjoy them, all right?
0: (laughs) You didn't enjoy them. You talked shit to me the entire week and a half I was there.
1: That sounds right. (laughs) If this was when I think it was, like a year and a half, two years ago, I was in a dark place. (laughs) So my apologies.
3: Uh, I feel like you've used an excuse since like 1991.
1: Okay, but then if this, is, if this is my, you know, light place again, I'll, I'll drink to that, you know. Let's get into these movies. Furry Vengeance, baby. Do you want to take over the talk about Furry Vengeance? Because I honestly do not want to talk about it. Not this. at all. Hmm. Furry Vengeance. In the Oregon wilderness, a real estate developer's new housing subdivision faces a unique group of protesters, local woodland creatures who don't want their homes disturbed. This film was directed by, what's his fucking name? Roger Crumble, which I'll give $20 to whoever can name another movie he directed.
0: Yeah. Think about it.
1: Think right. about it. Roger Crumble. Fast and the Furious. Wrong. Did he? No.
3: Yeah, they're both bad movies.
1: No, they're not. Fury Vengeance stars Brendan Fraser as Dan Sanders, the uh, aforementioned businessman. This movie was released on, wow, there's, is there any information on this? Yeah. April 30th, 20, uh, 2010. It was filmed in Massachusetts and budget of $35 million, worldwide gross of $36 million, so only made a million dollar profit and currently sits at a 7% tomato meter from the critics and 32% audience score, which I agree wholeheartedly with both of those. I did not like this movie at all. Um, Yvonne, Cisco, Trunks, if you want to join in, I'm literally going to mute myself for the next several minutes because I I don't want to talk about it. I'm
0: pissed. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, it was so hard to like sit through and watch. I'm—I'm I'm pissed. That's—that's that's all I can say to that.
3: Uh, there were moments I genuinely did giggle at, but yeah, this is like a half a star, maybe one star movie if you're like really high and vomiting. <laughs> I know, I know, I don't—I don't know Europeans. I know Trunks wrote his on the credit scene, but I actually enjoyed. The remake of Insane in the Membrane, and listen, you put Brendan Frem- Brendan Fraser in some yum yum pants. That's a that's a half star for me.
1: Okay, I'm gonna it interject was... here. I'm gonna interject. No, shut up. <laughs> Go ahead, Trunks.
2: I was gonna say this movie was a solid two star movie for me oh. until that credit oh, sequence. That, that like any goodwill this movie had earned, lost it there.
3: <laughs> and had no goodwill by that time.
2: I that scene just made me so unhappy because it looked like they put more time and effort into filming a very bad like music video for the That was the best
3: scene. That was so amazing. The Blue Blue goon reference was hilarious.
1: The Blue goon reference is I did find that.
2: That was funny. I would have
1: really enjoyed that like credit scene if it was anything other but the Kids Bop version of Insane in the Membrane.
0: I liked it.
3: I know you, yeah, I forgot you're a big Juggalo fan.
1: Whoop whoop.
0: You, You what Joe?
1: nothing let's carry on anything <laughs> else about this movie anyone want to talk about uh, <laughs> I, I like the
3: son tyler he looked like his top three bands were reliant k uh <laughs> cartel in the starting line
1: i'm giving up i'm giving up slowly i'm blending in so you won't even know me apart from this world that shares my face jesus christ <laughs> i
0: i love how specific those bands are. no it's because cisco no, no, likes to do this down.
1: he goes on my spotify recently listens yeah, actually and then he and then he mentally uh, torments yeah.
3: me no that those songs popped up on my spotify too
1: yep <laughs> Daily no, he makes looks, one or three
3: he, he straight looks like that's the only bands he listens to yeah he did maybe splash a little yellow, little yellow card <laughs> maybe maybe some brand new but now he can't say he likes brand new
0: Oh, he's, true,
1: true. Oh, that's what the kid looks like for sure. Yeah, he's um, like, he's like, I want to sing. He like definitely
2: learned kid. how to play Ocean Avenue on guitar and tried to sing it to a girl, and she wasn't into it. Like that's, <laughs> that's
3: the kind of kid he was. I this is gonna be controversial, but I love the character Frank, the little which Hispanic Frank, the Hispanic goon.
0: That's racist.
3: Yeah, he was. A little much? <laughs> I was like, as, as, I actually as, have a
2: line from him written down, which. As was, a his- one of the funniest things in the whole movie to me. Oh no, it,
0: what did they say?
2: At the pretty early on, they find out there's like a beaver dam that's like in the way of mm-hmm. building this like house in construction.
0: Oh, the and, dynamite stick thing?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and he was saying he could blow it up with dynamite and he was like, I can make it look like an accident. Oops, I accidentally stuck a stick of dynamite in the beaver dam.
3: Boom.
1: And then he starts <laughs>
3: laughing. I love it. As a Hispanic goon myself, that's exactly how I act that works.
1: There was some okay, there was some stuff I laughed at in here. Like I liked Toby Hughes as the like Ranger or the fuck he was because he oh, was yeah. an insane man. He's
3: insane as hell. Um
1: I really enjoyed Rob Riggle <laughs> at the beginning when he was like, I do what I want. <laughs> I'll give you the yum yum pants.
3: Yum know, pants were great, let's be honest. Yum yeah, yum pants are a good my, bit. I watched this on a Tuesday. My boy was double cheeked up on a Tuesday.
0: <laughs>
3: yep. Yes, his, I feel like they I don't know, the the his gut. I feel like they could have maybe made him work out a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
0: like come on, like his fun, like, style, like hanging At least out? Like, make oh. it make
3: it look like more of a dad bod than like a, I've given up bod.
0: Yeah, the I'm depressed bod.
3: Yeah, like that. Like I was like, you're not a dad. You're you're just sad. <laughs> but you're getting he's, your balls. He's bit
1: off the raccoons. He's very fucking sad in this movie. And here's a fun I'm fact sure. about this. Yeah. <laughs> Initially, he considered, um, well, having been in like. It says per IMDB, having been in great shape for a number of action movies, Brendan Fraser relished the thought of easing up on his demanding physical regime and allowing the weight to pile on. And initially, he considered losing it for this movie, but then he thought it would add to the film's comic appeal if he appeared it if he appeared in it with a quote, muffin top. I mean, uh, that was more than a muffin top. I mean,
3: muffin tops he, go other rounds. You didn't have anything in the sides. <laughs> He a... had
0: that beer good. Yeah, I
3: mean, if they massacred him in the Poison Rose, my boy looked like a chicken pot pie that's been in the microwave for too long.
2: He, yep. he looked like several menu items at a Boston he look, market.
1: He, look, he looked and he looked, he looked like, like someone who got bombed by a skunk.
0: So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and bring up a relevant story that happened to one of my faves, and Joe's going to be mad that I'm bringing him up, but Ryan Gosling yeah. did the same thing. Yeah. He was supposed to be the dad in The Lovely Bones, instead Oof. of Mark Wahlberg Oof. and Ryan Gosling. Like gained a shit ton of weight for the role because he was supposed to be a dad, and then <laughs> he got basically fired like within like the first like two days of like of shooting, and so he was just like, "Oh fuck, now I'm just fat."
1: <laughs> See, that's what happened to me. I was cast in Lovely Bones. I was and also cast in Lovely <laughs> Bones as the then... as the little uh, dungeon. Yeah, I was cast as a dungeon, I can tell. and also fantasy tree number two. <laughs>
3: <laughs> let me let me tell you, my biggest gripe was fairy events. The reason I can't give it, I'll I'll, I'll allow the Frank, I'll allow Ken Jong doing his weird Japanese. I'll allow, I'll even let the bad Native American Indian with Angela, but why I can't allow, it's poor animal facts. They said the rattlesnake is poisonous. They're not poisonous. You can eat them. It's venomous. If it bites you, you're dead. If you eat it, if you bite it, you're fine. And then skunks don't spray gas. They spray liquid. They literally like urinate on you. I can't I can't let bad animal facts go like that. Whoever was in charge of animal production should be fired and immediately
1: hanged.
2: I agree okay. that I feel like the animals were one <laughs> of my... Parts <laughs> let's maybe not go that far.
1: Let's take a pause for a second and just ask <laughs> if my friend is okay. Uh,
3: (laughs) speaking of which the bad cgi too
0: oh i like the party scene where all the fucking animals were like raging in the fucking house that cga was awful
1: Okay, do you want a good animal raging scene? Look no further than the original Peter Rabbit.
2: Joe, stop trying to make Peter Rabbit happen.
1: Okay, Peter Rabbit is clearly happening because they made a Peter Rabbit two, no. and I'm sure they're gonna make a Peter Rabbit three.
0: They haven't made a third Paddington, so.
1: But they are. But they should.
0: They should. But they it. are. Um,
2: good the,
3: Paddington tattoo. the
2: animal partying scene in this, uh, aside from the bad CGI, that scene suddenly the animals could speak English. Because they were singing <laughs> the song, like all throughout this. Whenever we have the animals talking to each other, there's like little thought bubbles that pop up to explain what they're thinking, and then suddenly in that one scene, they can just talk.
3: <sighs> um, I, I know why you question that. That seems pretty normal to me. I the more I talk yeah, about yeah, that was probably me, the most that was probably the most about realistic it, part
1: getting. of that
3: movie. I would say one of my favorite parts though is when they ask his character if he's all right, and he's like, "I'm clearly not okay." Like he's even trying to hide. He's like, "I'm not okay."
1: Oh, and I don't also the- why
3: big But I was just dying
1: The fucking it's bullshit Like therapy scene I was like Wallace Shawn I was excited to see him And then as someone who has had bad therapists I was like Here's the thing I wouldn't say I get offended very easily You do But this movie offended me Not anything else we've watched But Furry Vengeance is where I clearly Somehow no I draw a line
3: Journey to the Earth Escape from planet Earth Every movie you've watched has offended you How? <laughs> Uh, I'm not allowed to say the words that offend you, but they offend <laughs> you. Jesus Christ. I, I <laughs> there, there, was an, there was an Encino Man reference in this movie, too, was the caveman called yep.
2: I That made me I yeah, really happy.
1: I have nothing else to say about this movie.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think I've aired my grievances and pleasures of this movie.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, what are some Brendan Fraser stats? Yeah, go ahead. This
3: is probably the strongest I've seen, Brendan Fraser. This man took a beating in this movie.
0: I mean
3: he fell off a but cliff. I wouldn't
0: say his attack is like very strong. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. No, I'd yeah. say he's... his defense, sure. Yeah. Like has like a high defense rate. Yeah. But Bo- like yeah, body uh, wise
3: he's strong. Yeah. He he don't he don't do damage, but he takes damage for days. Yes, yeah. He's rich. He took a lot of uh promotion, so he's got money.
0: I'll
2: say you though his mental fortitude seems to be very low.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he
2: he loses it in this movie.
3: That's why. That's if you're gonna have a high defense you have to give it up. To something so
1: okay here's my yes. thing y'all are giving really great points but this movie fucking sucks and i don't want him to
0: live <laughs> this is fair i i think that yes you would have gotten lost like in the, in the further like he would have straight up gotten possessed and killed he would have he <laughs> would have
1: become the red-faced demon i already have a way he
3: wouldn't so we'll, we'll save that towards the end i got my fears. okay okay And as we've seen, I'm more creative than Joe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In more ways than one. People have noticed these last several
3: episodes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. So let's talk, uh, do you have an Insidious plot? Do you want me to read the real Insidious plot, Cisco, or do you want to just go off?
3: Shut up. Insidious. Take care. Directed by James Wan, written by Lee Winnell, produced by Jason Blum. Uh, This came out, I think, when the company was called Haunted Movies, not Blumhouse Productions. Which I actually learned that like five minutes ago when I was doing notes. So that was a pretty cool fact. I it was released in the U.S. April first, two thousand eleven. So
1: everywhere says twenty ten, man. So uh, it, it
3: came out twenty ten. Are you telling Toronto. me the internet
1: lied to me? Yes. It
0: Where did it premiere?
3: Uh, it it came out at the Toronto International Film Festival on ah, September fourteenth, two thousand ten. Yeah, old <laughs> Tiff. Tiff Tiff Tiff. The best Final Fantasy character. Budget of 1.5 million, uh, made 99.5, so could even hit 100 mil. So, you know, not that great. (laughs) (laughs) It spawned a bunch of, uh, you know, one sequel and two prequels, which is chapter two, chapter three, and the last key, neither of which I've seen, but I assume they're all pretty well liked
1: too. I've only seen the second, but I want, I've heard really good things about the third. And Star that's, right that's, that's, uh, Liam O'Neill's first, that's his directorial debut. So,
3: uh, starring Patrick Wilson as Jason Rose, Brian, is it, is it Renee? Renee, name, right?
1: Also, his name was Josh. I
3: said, oh, I said Jason, my bad. My notes said <laughs> Josh. It's okay. <laughs> it <like> an <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's the sleeping pills on the Friday the 13th on your brain. Uh, this is we're recording Shea's, this on Wednesday, November, Friday the 13th.
3: Rotten Tomatoes score, 66%. Audience, 62%. Uh, which I wholeheartedly agree with. I know.
0: What? Anyways.
3: I got my grievances. I will air. All right. Synopsis, baby. Married couple in a new home? Check. Child being attacked by something from another realm? Check. A disgusting creature? Check. Uh, Patrick Wilson? Check. you know you're watching James watching <laughs> a James Wan movie, baby. And that is Insidious.
1: There it is. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> new house? Check. Patrick yeah. Wilson? Check. <laughs>
0: Seriously. James is, like does not want to leave that man alone.
1: He knows, yeah. I mean, have you seen him?
0: Yeah, he's yeah a, he looks. He's a
1: good-looking man. Here's the thing. Oh,
0: what the fuck? Come on. Here's the thing.
1: Here's the thing. We, we've, talked about, we've talked about white men before in our general distaste. Um,
0: but Patrick Wilson. Oh, okay, That's my type. That's my type. He my looks type. like the fucking energy vampire from what we do in the shadows.
1: <laughs> Patrick Wilson? Yes. Looks like Colin Robinson.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you old stupid ass. What the hell are you talking about? No, I, I. Are you serious?
0: Yes, obviously Patrick not that body in that picture, but. <laughs>
1: His fa- he's got a very nice structured face.
0: Anyways.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, well. Uh, yeah, Cisco, go on. What are your grievances with the movie? Because I just have a news. I just have a new set of grievances. <laughs> that aren't even about this movie so i'm just gonna i'm gonna step yeah. back for a few minutes
3: you know, I, yeah i enjoyed this movie again a lot of it some of the jump scares kind of were pretty predictable some of them were good some of them good. my biggest thing was just the audio man like whenever jump scare came in it just got so freaking loud and at that yeah. point like when i knew all the jump scares were coming i just wasn't excited i was like because i know the music's just gonna turn up like 20 decibels and it just makes it so hard yeah, like
0: like you you knew the climax
3: was coming. Yeah, well even, yeah, even if you knew it coming, it just like I knew, like more like I'm not gonna not even as scared. It's gonna get me just that the music is about to like because the score is great. I like the score. The score is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's taken away by the fact that it just jumps up so many decibels. Uh, but every, I mean, other than that, everything was good. I liked everyone's performance. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the whole astral projection. I was waiting for you know someone to throw some. Crystals on the floor and a tapestry to be brought out, and then someone to start talking about the zodiac signs and like the whole like the whole time I was watching that be spoken about. But I did like the creature, my boy sharpening his nails on the grinder. Well, that- well, in and the further but again the music just got way too loud
1: again cisco are you okay
3: yeah
1: all
2: right i did cisco (laughs) like age 40 years since the last episode yes he did (laughs) next he's going to be complaining about all the scenes where there's children on lawns
1: yes
3: i mean mean, fuck children so
1: Mm, hold for edit no yeah Yvonne, do you you specifically requested to be on the insidious episode?
0: Yes, I, I love this movie. I think it's great.
1: But doesn't love Patrick Wilson, apparently.
0: <sighs> I just it was no,
1: sorry, go on go on, go on.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like it's like one of those things where it's like, sure, like, you know, I can have a little bit of Patrick Wilson as a true. But he's in every fucking James Wan movie. God damn it.
1: It's like a little piece like, of salon.
0: like he was supposed to be my six-week boyfriend not my husband you know i know right my boyfriend's gonna hear this and be like what the fuck are you talking about
1: (laughs) what are you fucking patrick wilson (laughs) 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 into which you would respond if only
0: if only no yeah he would be more offended at that he'd be like it's the fact (laughs) that it was patrick wilson but anyways yeah, like, I, it just, uh, I've just, I, I just, I fell out of love with him, you know? Like, I just don't love him anymore. So, like, re-watching yeah. Insidious, I, it was, like, one of those things where I was, like, oh, like, okay, well, like, you know, I've already seen you before, so it's, like, nothing, like, fancy. But the entire concept of the movie in and of itself, aside from Patrick Wilson, I think is great, because I, I, like I said, I love, like, paranormal horror and this one was one that like wasn't based off like religion, you know, and that's most paranormal horror. So this being like, oh shit, like something completely different. And I at first couldn't really relate, because I, I remember the first time I saw *Insidious*, like everyone who watched it with me, they're like, no, like I think it's so scary because, like, I've definitely had dreams before where like I watched myself sleep, and I'm like, damn, like I can't relate, but like, <laughs> word, like. <laughs> like i'm such a heavy sleeper i just knock the fuck out and like yeah but so i think that's where like the scary part lies in it for me because it's like oh like the unknown the further you know all that paranormal bullshit i love i eat that shit like it's fucking lifetime movies um hell yeah but
1: we're a very pro-lifetime podcast
0: yes yes i it's my guilty pleasure i know lifetime movies are bad but i can't
1: it's not even a guilty pleasure. Life's too short to have guilty pleasures. Look, if if you want to watch a Lifetime movie, enjoy yourself,
0: because you're gonna have stage, a baby. good time.
1: You're gonna have a great time. But
0: yes. yeah, no grievances, except Patrick Wilson. But no grievances.
1: <laughs> now, I, hmm, I don't, I don't want to say something controversial.
0: Say it. He's
3: gonna say his, he was the best part of the movie.
1: No, I thought this movie was great. I uh yeah, I haven't seen it. Stars. Like I haven't seen it in a while.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like my memory this like this is definitely like a lesser James Wan movie for me as far as like visceral memories go. Um for rewatching it, I was like I I did remember a lot of it and I really forgot how much I liked this. Uh we've talked about it on, you know, the podcast. You want I've talked about it with you, you know, feelings about malignant but
0: oh my god, don't <laughs> stop. Don't. But I'll, here's
1: what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say because we this is our now this is our fourth, no, fifth James Wan movie we've talked about this podcast. Yeah,
3: we do, well. And they're all the same
1: Saw, Conjuring, Conjuring Three, The Conjuring. Oh, that wasn't technically him, but still. Oh, then Malignant, but still. still love- There's a lot of those.
0: Can I yeah. actually interrupt real quick? Yeah, so I noticed that on my notes. I don't know if you noticed this part in the movie. But the first night they spend the night like in their their home, and Josh puts on eye cream and does a skincare routine before he goes to bed. Hell yeah! <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, oh my god, he's putting on eye cream. He's doing his skincare routine. So when representing- you
1: look cool. like maybe... Patrick Wilson,
0: <laughs>
1: you have to take care of yourself.
3: <laughs> no, she she changed my mind. I'm I'm off the Patrick Wilson train. You son of a bitch. Go, well, I'm I'm moving up to better, better transportation.
0: Yes, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, give me a
1: sports. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll what? take that. <laughs> okay, going back before I was cut off by the eye care routine. Um, crisis, it it yeah. was interesting to see because thinking about James Wan's career, like this is only his fourth movie. Before he had only done Saw, Death Sentence, and Dead Silence, yeah. and those three are all very like in your face like hyper violent like shaky cam like intense kind of films yeah this is where he's building his atmosphere I yeah feel, for you the can
3: tell because yeah like i said the whole audio and the, sometimes the visuals you could tell it was him you know learning
1: it, it was and because the think,
3: conjuring came after this right yeah and yeah. the conjuring is great i love the conjuring too and then you could tell like he kind of dialed it back a little bit
1: was more yeah. subtle on the jump scares which is but no shame. I mean that's that's how you grow. Yeah, you you can definitely yeah. see the Conjuring influence in this for sure.
0: For sure, yeah. Insidious yeah. and the Conjuring are like sisters. Yeah. But yeah, like I don't know. I feel like it like Saw, and like Insidious. I don't remember too much of Dead Silence. That one's one with the puppets, right? Yeah. Yes. I, mean, I don't remember it one hundred percent, but I remember the movie cover. But I think those would be like two different styles of horror. So it was like nice yeah. to see him like do both really well
1: exactly it's
0: like paranormal horror is really hard to nail yeah like if you don't do it right it just it's super corny and i hate it
3: yeah like i said i i think it was a good movie it was great Mm -hmm. other than like you know the audio and stuff but even then that's not lowering the quality of the story and stuff
1: yeah yeah because for me i feel like it's nothing more than a four which i know is like pretty high um just because like i have seen like like conjuring the four or five for me and then i'm not going to talk about the other one but like it's just great seeing his progress and growth as a director and then how fun were some of these shots in this movie like the one shot of her walking through the house and when you see that creepy ass little boy standing in the corner before she sees him dancing through the window i don't know there was a lot of very memorable sequences in here and then this was something i've been thinking about this past couple days too because i know we're all movie lovers here and whatever. Would you say that James Wan is the Wes Craven of our generation?
3: Mm.
1: Now, hear me out. I can explain myself if you need me to. Because Wes Craven, iconic, right? Has a ton of films. James Wan still has a pretty small, like, filmography, which is fair. He's, He's still a young filmmaker. But Wes Craven is responsible for a lot of, like, iconic characters and franchises. And James Wan's only been around since 2004. And he's already given us multiple just just even saw alone not even the conjuring universe but just like saw by itself like still. these those, those movies wouldn't exist if it wasn't for him which i know a lot of people would say you know yeah <laughs> but still like but like you know billy the puppet like that's an iconic horror figure forever ed and lorraine warren like you're gonna know who they are the insidious this red demon like you know
0: did y'all actually notice the the drawing of the jigsaw puppet like on mm-hmm. the chalkboard like in the in insidious i noticed i noticed that a few times that i was like oh that's worth noting down like a little easter egg i love when directors do that it's like oh like how cute you Just wanted, wanted to, me to wanted see to that
1: it is cute it is cute i i look for them in all of his and lay one movies because there's always one hidden in aquaman billy the puppet was a was a coral reef
0: he he did aquaman Unfortunately. unfortunately
1: I don't like Aquaman I know there's a brown lead actor I know you don't like that
0: <laughs> yeah I bet God <laughs> damn it. I
1: just... yeah but do you know what I mean about his icon status yeah I get what you're saying I mean,
0: the nun mm. no.
1: yeah if it no. wasn't for James Wan you know we wouldn't have had the nun so I guess that's, that's a huge negative just like Zack Snyder the nun ruined James Wan's career
0: what do you mean you don't like the nun
1: is like Don't get me started on the nun. That's probably my least well, favorite I movie I of mean, all the time.
0: Movie was trash, yes, but like, as an icon, when she first appeared, like in the second Conjuring. Was, oh, okay,
1: yeah, as an iconic character, yeah, yeah, but yeah, as, oh, No,
0: yeah, of course not. No, no, no.
1: I we've definitely joked about that before, where like he
2: he doesn't make movies anymore unless he could pitch four spinoffs within it. Um, like even Aquaman was supposed to have a a spinoff
1: movie really
2: yeah they were um well uh, no for um remember the like the one horror scene in aquaman where there's all the scary sea monsters that attack him what
3: the hell are these
1: Deaths, the, scale
0: of the life. Here. Mm-hmm.
2: There was supposed to be a spin-off, which they had said was about that, but just recently a news article came out saying that um, actually, I don't even know if it was a news article. I think he just said on Twitter that it was going to be a Black Manta like spin-off movie as well.
1: Oh, that'd be hard. I Because that was the only thing I liked about Aquaman, to be honest.
3: <laughs>
1: you know, but Trunks, did you enjoy it?
0: Okay, so how how is Brennan Fraser in this in this movie? Like, Dead. is no? But I mean, like, what role does he play? Like, is he another person added on to the to the family? Is he Josh? Like.
3: Yeah, because my thing is, if he's Josh, and the, the, they're trying to get his family, that family's dead, because he did not pitch into yeah, that no, family to, like...
0: Uh-uh. He didn't yeah. care
1: about his own family yeah. for Avengers, so it makes you think he's going to care about his, yeah, co- he, his he, child. Yeah.
3: By the time yeah. it happens, yeah, he's he's going to be it's gonna be long gone.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
3: he spends, like, 90% of the movie outside, so he's never in the house. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way he could survive, is that he's just never really home and except to sleep.
0: Like, yes, and just like Josh and Insidious, you know, he was spending all of his his time like at work avoiding the fact that his son was in a coma. he spent most of his time outside of the home. so yeah
1: real father of the year you know
0: yes both of them truthfully.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: I mean I guess if he wants to be if they want to possess him because I mean it's not like the they were possessing the family to kill them all it was just controlling one to to bring evil, right? would, would yeah. that would they choose him since he's obviously got a body you know and a, a weak tank. mind yeah you know, yeah so i mean I, they just they just take his body and just start wrecking havoc because he can yeah. take all that they could very
1: they could very easily take over his mind yeah his body's
3: easily taken in yeah he, that man is not dying
1: i kind of feel like for
2: this one to the idea of survival isn't does he live or die uh because like like Sissa was just saying the the presences, the ghosts, the whatever you want to call them, the, the creatures from the further, aren't really trying to kill anybody. Right. They're just kind of trying to take a body on Earth, <laughs> and then just have a nice Earth life.
1: Yeah, just trying to just trying to be vibey, you know. Yeah, Should raise a nice um, family. Trying to get so a nice I feel job. like
2: for here is survival is does he get his body back? Does does the end of the day is he? You know, running free. Here's
3: my
1: thing. End of the day, he's being choked by a veiled woman.
3: He's. I mean, they can't get his hands around that neck.
1: He was. I just don't want him to live.
3: He. I mean, he's. I mean, he's already kind of possessed in for vengeance since he's committed Mm -hmm. to what's What's the name of this company? Lyman Projects.
1: Kevin Lyman Management. Yeah, Yeah,
3: they they already own his soul. So I mean, Can they already take? Yeah. Can they? Can they take his his body when it's already been? Pre, uh, occupied by another greedy demon, a, a Ken Jong.
2: Imagine in old this credit. movie we're we're coming up with the the old veiled woman is played by Ken Jong.
1: I could see that though. I could see that because
3: I mean, obviously, I look, he's he's not. He's I could not, see that
1: in like a scary movie type scenario.
3: Because he because he, he, he's not calling Elise and the two Amish uh, ghostbusters to come help.
0: Amish.
3: Out. He's not calling for any help. He's his they, family. they did look
1: very Amish-y. He's they letting his family.
3: Mormon.
2: yeah, Mormon Amish.
1: Okay, same thing. Okay, but let me
2: uh, pitch you a, a slightly different Mormons, version Amish, of, Jehovah's Witnesses of, of who's coming of to, to help. Yeah, so okay. there's She'll... Elise Spex and the third guy whose name I can't remember, Nick, but right. in, uh, in our version, in our version, I don't think they're coming. Uh, those three are a bear, a raccoon, and a weasel. Yeah,
3: the animal's gonna let his body be taken by hey,
1: my no love for my crow.
2: No. The crow's the best yeah. animal. No. The the crow's just the, the gas mask. Cool. The bear has you know, to I'll wear the crow. Oh yeah, I
3: I forgot about that it. like astral mask they wore.
2: That might be my favorite scene. That was pretty cool. Was like just I was, visually, that, that yeah. scene's great.
3: They're about to like hotbox the room or something, like they're gonna, yeah, bust. straight
0: up. I, I was yeah. like, damn, I was like, I can't stand like, a party. I was thinking they're gonna buy a fucking Volcanoed get Dalton High as shit.
3: Yeah, I was like, <laughs> someone's about to bust out a volcano. I was like, what is this,
1: 2011? Yeah. No, 2010, baby. <laughs> they wouldn't no, fit. I mean,
3: I mean US, it's a America only, Joe.
1: Which not all of our listeners are in America, so shout out to our international listeners.
0: No one's listening to us outside of the U.S.
1: We have one percent in Germany, so <laughs> oh, bet you look foolish now.
2: <laughs> our one potential listener who was in Korea is now oh, yeah. back. He's back in well. America, so we've uh, lost our entire Korean audience. They, they,
3: they kicked them out.
0: Did they for real? No. no. <laughs>
2: I mean, I oh, do get answers that did end, but it, yeah, Like if they
0: have. did, what happened? <laughs>
1: He was just Broke there for Dallas. a,
2: a three-week, three-month. It's like it's been more. It has been more though, hasn't it?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah I think they just—I think they like them.
1: Anyways, who wouldn't? Shout out to Tom. You know, I'm gonna give—I'm gonna give Devin a shout out too, just because he—he
2: uh, he he was upset listens.
1: the last one. Yeah. And I'm yeah, he actually listened.
2: Retract the previous episodes. Shout out to Cody. Just—he's had enough. He doesn't <laughs> need another one.
1: I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna sign off on that. But no, straight up. Shout out to our guest today, Yvonne. Does Brendan Fraser survive or not? You get two votes.
0: I mean, if he gets possessed, does that mean he dies? Because no. it's like, this is a very black and white question. Because I don't think he's alive, but I definitely think he gets he gets that's, possessed. That's the thing with James Wan
3: movie. Not many people die in his movies, they just get taken.
0: Yeah, like,
1: or stabbed by a you trophy. They get
0: chained up, like, in Homeboy's fucking. Dungeons yes. forever. Yeah, we'll I would him. say
1: the the way
2: we're looking at it, if he ends the movie without being able to break the possession, he he doesn't survive. His body might be alive, his spirit might still be alive in the third. Further, but are that's we assuming a, that's a no win? Are we assuming no, he that he, he?
3: But are we assuming that he has the ability, like uh the son and Josh, to be able to? He does. He does. We're gonna, we're gonna get Just, to give yeah, just based his, on the rules of. A,
1: having a son and a dad do that i think that's fine i think that's fair to talk about i think that's fair to give him that chance
2: i I think it's fair
1: to give him a shot
2: we're we're playing the
1: we're playing uh, god on this podcast really i
2: I mean that's all we ever do but i would say in in this situation brendan frazier is is josh so that kind of josh is the the josh didn't
0: survive technically no him yeah, he it. did. Yeah. So he ultimately he does not survive. Brendan Fraser does not survive.
1: Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Tonight worked out. Great in my favor. Cisco, do you have anything to say?
3: <laughs> uh I mean if we're going by that logic, then yeah, he doesn't survive.
1: Is he dead? No,
3: but
2: is he mentally?
1: Yes. Physically, no.
2: I and that's just talking about this movie we're not we're not dipping our toe into oh, yeah. even insidious we've done that, 2
3: even though we've done that before
1: <laughs> i don't remember what happened in insidious 2
3: i what's weird is
1: well i'm gonna re-watch them I'm gonna having watch
2: them. yeah just looking back on this i it, one and two are since the story is very like two picks up right where one ends i've mm-hmm. always kind of had them in my mind as the same movie
0: right because
2: mm-hmm. i think i I'm pretty sure the first time I saw Insidious was like the day before Insidious 2 came out in theaters, so I just did them back to back.
1: Oh, and probably just had them both. Not like both confused, but like, yeah, blend both together, especially if it's, like you said, two-parter.
0: Which one was the third Insidious? That uh, was like chapter
1: three. It's a prequel. The Lost Key. I think That's, like it was the, That's the, and then the last key one. is fourth. Four. Oh, was that was a four? Okay. Yeah, four. Which I heard isn't um, great, but the creature in that, I guess, looks pretty sick.
0: I've seen both but I don't remember what happens.
1: 3 is the
2: one where it's a like a teenage girl who breaks her leg I remember that, and is yeah. in bed and she like knocks on the wall a lot to talk mm-hmm. to the neighbor and then um the the same group of exorcist people come to help her out when she gets possessed.
3: All my spusters, baby.
2: Is yeah. 3 the first one? Uh is that the
3: first yeah, movie Len Winnell?
1: Yeah, that's 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 his first movie followed by up a- grade and then visible man
3: like Invisible man better than green knight
1: yeah i haven't seen the green knight but i agree with you
3: there's a lot of cum belts and
1: okay <laughs> that's it so he he dies that's great cool i thought that was gonna be a much harder challenge for me but uh now she convinced me the way
3: she the way she laid it out was much better than just saying i hate this
1: this is why she's in grad school this is why we <laughs> mean chunks will be unfortunately yeah. handing your,
3: your your last check after this has ended
1: if Since i a get a check i swear to god
0: See, uh, this is the the beginning of my film critic career there you go um, we can also wipe yeah. this from
1: the internet later if you want what we can wipe this from the internet later if you want we'll get rid of it well when for when
0: what? What when reason? disney
1: when disney for when you through. get it for when you get exposed
0: for being a woman like for Oolac. being
1: for Ooh, being sexually aroused by the uh the giant turtle and finding nemo Crush,
0: bitch! When did I say that? I didn't get
1: rocked <laughs> by the turtle. I am the
0: turtle. Okay,
1: all right. <laughs> I'm just saying.
3: Speaking of turtles, what's everyone's favorite
1: animated turtle?
0: Yeah, animated turtle.
1: Probably Crush. <laughs> Trying to think of any wait, does other the animated does the you know, Jonathan... does the ninja... Yeah, I was gonna oh, say the Ninja Turtles. Oh turtle.
3: yeah, Teenage Ninja. I'm gonna go with yeah. the Lion Turtle from Avatar.
1: What about that one from Rocco's Modern Life?
3: Nah, he was weird.
1: The depressed one. He
2: was a tortoise. Okay. Uh, there was okay, also that the movie, with my marine life. The Red Turtle, which I think was a Studio Ghibli movie, but it was in like French.
1: I
3: think it was. Oh yeah, that one. You just know what
2: that
1: is. Okay, Yvonne, thank you for being on today. I really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, you're welcome back anytime, as long as your schedule permits and our schedules better, permit. We'll choose and, a better movie next time. Yeah, we'll choose a better movie for you.
0: This is doubtful, I am right?
1: very sorry you had to watch Furry Vengeance.
0: I mean, it's it, it's fine because it all tied together and we were able to agree that, yeah, <laughs> Brandon Fraser would not survive.
1: If <laughs> anything, right. if anything, it's a movie about unity. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah.
3: It's, it's insane in the memory. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. We tried to get Joe to switch the movies and said no. But like, this movie's you, not you awful.
1: You asked me that like last night at 11 p.m. <laughs> You, you, you
3: don't, so you, this stop. train was already rolling You act like you don't watch movies every hour on the hour I do
0: This is what I'm saying I was complaining The point about of this podcast isn't to watch movies
2: grassland. we want to watch Yeah
1: yeah, yeah. It's about yeah. ones we don't want to Really pushing ourselves out of our you know comfort yeah. zones here I
2: It's want specifically to watch. about Forcing ourselves to watch every Brendan Fraser movie Yeah. And really relishing the ones we like
0: <laughs>
1: Oh man Because the ones we like we, we fucking love
2: Oh,
0: good. Like the mummy.
2: mummy. Like the mummy. <sighs>
1: Obviously. George. Mrs. Winterborn. Uh, you
0: know.
2: Airheads. Airheads. George of the Jungle. Oh, I'm wearing a George of the Jungle t-shirt. Pawn
1: Shop Chronicles. Oh, oh, yeah. Get out of here with that. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. Please check us out on Instagram at the Horror Throwdown Podcast or at Horror Throwdown on Twitter. If you like listening to us about horror, Brendan Fraser, or any of the stupid shit we talk about in these episodes, uh, please Subscribe, listen, tell a friend wherever you listen to podcasts. Be really cool. Uh, For the Horror Throwdown podcast, Fraser Edition. This is our, this is Joseph Kincaid, Cisco Navarro, our guest. You're not gonna, you're not gonna plug anything? What what does she have to plug? She's in grad school. She has nothing to plug. Let her plug. She can plug her thesis. There's nothing to plug.
0: I have my thesis to plug.
1: Yeah, plug your, okay, I was on a roll there, but yeah, go ahead.
0: I don't have a thesis yet. Go on.
1: Jesus (laughs) Christ. Alright, well thank you for listening We might be back next week, who knows hey,
2: cause a freak like me.